Welcome back to Sci Fi. We're your hosts, Kyle, Paranit, and Nidu Law. Today we're talking about the psychology behind choice, and we're joined by Sam. Hello. So, the psychology of bad decisions. Have you thought about the decisions you make every day? From getting out of bed and choosing breakfast to getting on the bus all the way home? Those are the decisions that we make every single day. And the research shows that people make around 2,000 decisions an hour. And if you think about it, we don't really think about those decisions. Like when you're getting on the bus, for yeah. example, so you don't like, consciously make the decision. It's all like ingrained into you. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, it become, it become, it's, it's become more of a reflex. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I guess like it's like the regular pattern once you get used mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Uh, you make the conscious decision to get out of bed every day, but you never really think about that. Mm. Or you could just not. You could or just you cannot. But that's also a choice. You're choosing to stay in bed. Yeah, but I think that you know that can also be influenced by like mental health and stuff. Yeah, yeah. certain issues can change things like that. Yeah, yeah. So if we talk about what what makes bad decisions, one of the main reasons is decision fatigue, which when you're too mentally tired or strained and you spend too much time on other issues. And um, a study from the Proceedings of, Na- of the National Academy of Sciences in the USA shows that prisoners are more likely to have their parole imp- approved in the morning than in the afternoon when officers have less energy. So if you think about the impact of your decisions are impacting so many other lives every day. Yeah, exactly. So the decision fatigue is when you've made, it's when you've not made decisions or when you've made a lot of decisions? I guess when you've made a lot of decisions, you're mentally strained. Yeah. Or like overwhelmed, I guess. Yeah, I think um, that's that's why um, if you think about like the, we have what five periods in a day in our school like, yeah so what's the difference do you find there's a difference in the amount of things like the amount you take in first period compared to the last period 100 percent. yeah for sure yeah and definitely your attitude to how you like take things in exactly like the amount of sort of excess notes for me that i would take um in different subjects like towards the end of the day i'll just take less notes and sort of do more of the bare minimum yeah yeah um, just rather to try than... and get past it yeah. yeah exactly i always think like maybe second third fourth period is the, they're the periods i'm always like yes, I'm attempt. for sure i'm like yeah really paying attention so i think that does um relate to like just decisions like the um how good the decisions you're making are mm-hmm. I think even we tried to record in the last lesson once. I think we it it was yeah. we were so tired we couldn't think of anything to say. Yeah, it's really like low energy session. Yeah. yeah, and you can imagine the impact of this on uh, grades. Like, um, when you're doing an exam, if you have two exams, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, by the time you get to the afternoon exam, you're going to be really strained. And if it's a subject that you're less confident in, you're yeah. gonna. You could just sleep between two exams as well. Let's shout. Uh, yeah, just snap between the two. I guess we, we have the Mima. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think also like decision making, um, like especially bad decision making, can be influenced by like past experiences which are actually incorrect. Mm-hmm. So if you've experienced things from a certain person or a certain place which aren't carried on to, you know, it's not generalized. It can cause you to have almost stereotypes yeah. when you yeah. move into new scenarios and you situations. Like bad outlook on the, you'd have a good outlook on a bad thing, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah. you think a bad around, thing is yeah. good, or like a, a good, good thing, thing is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From how it um interpreted, but then it comes down to how you reflect on how those things went down and mm-hmm. those decisions that were made. Yeah. At that time, but sometimes, like especially if it's an emotion, because emotion can often sort of override um like yeah. rational, yeah. 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 conscious mm-hmm. thought. Like 
you know, if you've experienced a specific strong emotion during a certain, a certain situation or a certain place, even if you go to that place or, yeah. you know, re, re-encounter that situation, you're still going to have that in the back of your mind. This is what happened last time. Yeah. This is how I felt. And this is probably what's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Even if you know I'm being ridiculous here, doesn't mean that it's going to stop yeah. that sort of anxiety. Yeah. yeah. So. And you may end up making the same mistake again. Exactly. So... Uh, I guess another reason could be um, you're distracted. Um, people, uh, when you're distracted, you make you <laughs> you are more likely to make a bad decision because you're not focusing on what decision is what what it could lead to or the impact of the decision could be. And um, a a scary reason for this is that um, nowadays we process five times as much information as in 1986, and this was shown by a tel- telegraph. Um, research paper so obviously the internet we gain a lot of we learn a lot of information um from there a lot of our information is um in our mind all the time yeah and it's going to impact a lot of our decisions it's really like compared to the amount we know like what's going on and how updated we are with like current affairs yeah compared to in what like what uh 40 40 yeah Yeah, about 40 yeah completely on like completely different scales i'd say i think also like the attitude to education as well would be very different like what we gain out of it you know we'll know a lot more from that whereas oh yeah you know they've had a different opinion yeah and there's a lot more right and wrong rather than this like a gray space yeah yeah. i think there's also more gray space now though in general is that i think it's a mixture because some things, if some things that were gray space have become more right and wrong kind mm-hmm. of thing, but some things that were right and wrong have become more gray space. That's true. Yeah, it yeah, depends on the situation, the scenario I, I as well. We, we think a lot, a lot more about like ethics and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. More, yeah. Like you know, like, we think about things because it's like philosophically. Because like we have the um, Auschwitz and stuff in the Second World War, and like they thought that was morally right, and like now if you look back on that, even like the Germans themselves. They, they would say that's wrong kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, obviously, things have shifted in the past time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, now we're also way more open to things as concepts rather than facts. And concepts are just so much. There's so much more to take in. There's so many yeah. sides to it. And they branch off in so many different ways. Yeah. And so, like you were saying with ethics, it's just a whole different tree of just different um, things to consider compared to oh, this is completely wrong, you shouldn't be doing this. And you shouldn't be acting this way, or you shouldn't, like, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a good example of us being more, like, open-minded about things would be, like, our LGBTQ plus yes, community. For sure. Like, you know, they're a lot more accepted now, and then we're still, you know, progressing towards a, a more equal society in that. There's yeah. That, that whole, the whole uprising of that whole movement is, like... It's pretty it, recent. Kind of, yeah, it's yeah. recent. It's like, I'd say it's like this century kind of thing. But it definitely propelled everything else with it. Like, once yeah. you start thinking about that, you start thinking about this. Because yeah. it, it introduced a new way of seeing things. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because it's no longer a Boolean yes or no, yeah, you're male or female. Yeah, linear, basically. Yeah, exactly. And so, I, and something else I think can cause bad decisions is multitasking. Because you basically lose focus on the main task. And like studies say that decision making loses forty percent of effectiveness when you're like doing multiple tasks at once. Mm-hmm. 
And you, I think that's because I wonder if you can even really focus on, you can't really actually engage in multiple things at once. Yeah. I mean, you can, but you're, I don't think you'd ever really, you're ever really focusing on three or like more than one thing at a time. No. You're always switching between your tasks and then. I think a good example of this is like listening to music while studying or like revising. Yeah. Especially music that you like, you listen to so many times, like lyrics. lyrics. Yes. And then you sing them. Yeah. You're thinking about them. So Um, you're, you're taking in this, you're revising. And then at the same time, you're thinking of these lyrics. Yeah. That you know are coming. I personally don't do that. Yeah. Like I just have it playing in the back and I don't really pay attention to it. I hear it and I take it all in, but I'm still doing what I'm doing. I think it really depends on the subject. Like if you're you're revising a language, that is a that is a big thing yeah because it, it depends on what you're doing sound, you know because if i'm re- if you're rising more of a language you'd have to pay a lot more attention to it yeah, yeah. but i i guess i personally um but, when i listen to music and like do something else i just have i just can do it simultaneously yeah i think, think with no issue because so, i still retain everything i uh take in sometimes yeah. i can do that but it's not it's probably not on the same skill as you because sometimes i can zone out for what maybe five minutes ten minutes and then i'm then I'm like I'm completely focused on yeah. everything that's going on. Like yeah. I can't just focusing on my studies. I think like personally for me, I like doing revision notes for revision. So it's mostly like I learn, I you know revise and I gain things in my memory by like copying it down on some yeah, piece of paper same. or just typing it up. Like yeah. for me, that doesn't having music on doesn't really affect that. It's yeah. more yeah. about the writing it down. You know the processing. Oh, that's interesting. You know, that that mm-hmm. is what I'm learning from. It's not from what I'm hearing or seeing. Mm-hmm. It's just from what I'm writing. I think also revi- revising and then texting at the same time. That's going to definitely impact your concentration. Yeah. Like music, is going to be in the background, m- normally at least. So you yeah. wouldn't have your mind fo- as focused on it. But when you're texting someone, that's also in your conscious thought. At the same time as revising, so your um your brain power, I guess, is split between the two. Well, I mean, personally, I would not text yeah. while revising. No. I, I think that, that's just a big no-no. Unless I'm talking about the thing I'm revising about. Yeah, or like if like you need some quick, notes yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I wouldn't really bother. But the thing is, is well, I think I think with music, like going back to that uh, really quickly, I think that yeah. is just like having now whilst revising, it makes actually revising a little bit more enticing, a little bit more... It does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It gives it a whole atmosphere to it. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Like old lo-fi beats. <laughs> yeah. like, really Studying cool. streams. This yeah. is really this whole vibe that I do. Lockdown in a nutshell. <laughs> that's literally, that's how everyone tries to get past lockdown. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. By kind of romanticizing this whole idea of <laughs> sitting down to study and getting to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when making important decisions, it leaves out large blocks of time. Just so that you can focus on them. Yeah. Um, another reason is that we make a bad decision is that we're not really thinking about what, what doing. Um, we don't think about the consequences or... Um, or like what we're actually doing, because sometimes you're you're in a rush, you're full of adrenaline. Like if, for example, if you're really happy, um, and you're you're not thinking about what you're doing, you're gonna you have more chances of making a decision that you're gonna regret in the future. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I think all the thing is as well is that sometimes you sort of approach with um, like a bit of Hobson's choice, really, where whichever decision you make. it's it's the wrong one you're going to cause a problem and then you know that can then go on to cause a bunch (laughs) of other things and it it just becomes a whole big mess yeah um um, just for the audience not for me not not for me 
what is Hobson's choice? <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's when um, you have um, your approach with a situation and it can go down a couple of different routes. Yeah. And basically, whichever one you choose, something bad's going to happen. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like in films, you know, when they've got to kill some, like, some character. It's like, you know, you're, you're doing the wrong thing. But you kind of got to do it at the same yeah. time. Like, if you don't kill them, you've got a problem. But if you do, you've yeah. also got another problem. Okay, like, when you have yeah, to put yeah. down the infected and the organ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I said, we have the meme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I guess every decision is a bad decision unless you come back from it. Mm. It's, a, it's a good way of thinking. It's 100%. Um, it, depends how, it depends how you view bad and good as well at the mm-hmm. same time. Because oh, your good, your good your can be someone's compass. bad. It depends on you. And also, it kind of depends on like how how much empathy you have for others. Yeah, well. like yeah, you know that can really impact that. Yeah, it involves your whole it's like state of mind. Oh yeah, for sure. It really depends on your entire outlook on life at that point. <laughs> yeah, but go. yeah, like, <laughs> like some decisions they could have such a huge impact. Like obviously, the basic ones like choosing to eat, choosing to get out of bed, that mm. probably not going to impact loads of people. But then something as big as I don't know, like a company decision that could. That could affect the whole company. It could affect people's jobs. So to have all of that on your head. It's kind of like the butterfly effect in that point. Oh, yeah, it definitely yeah. is. Yeah. And then when you think about the butterfly effect, obviously that's more to do with maybe manipulation of time, but um, still, um, yeah, like this whole cascade of events. The mm-hmm. butterfly effect is when like one small thing... Oh, it's a like chaos theory. Go- yes, goes into, chaos theory. Yes, it's goes into theory. a bigger and bigger thing. Yeah, yeah. And they, mm-hmm. Like, it's a domino effect kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, uh, when I think of the domino, when I think of the butterfly effect, I think of, like, what if I traveled back in time and then I just did this one thing and then suddenly everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so... It's quite interesting. It just reminded me of a scene from Jurassic Park when they sort of put a a drop of water on their hand and um, they did it again after they put one on and it moved in a different direction. showed how even a really small change. Exactly. Yeah, I just thought it was a good illustration yeah. of it. Jurassic World 3 coming out in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some uh, advertising. Yeah. What a great source of facts. Yeah. Dinosaurs. We're sponsored yeah. by Rage Shadow Legends. <laughs> it's a very good film, though. I haven't watched it. Mm. But I'm not that into dinosaur stuff. It's very. It's actually well, pretty prehistorically correct. That doesn't, yeah, that but, doesn't increase my... Yeah, it's, it's very factual information. Like, I've watched it. a couple of them. It's just like... I, I never watched them like properly in order because the thing yeah. is like once you've watched one they're quite similar it's just like yeah. can't really yeah. bother to watch yeah. like four in a row of like the same thing yeah the same plot just kind of they just switch it a bit. Up, it's it. the same plot with a different dinosaur yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new one the new dinosaurs but then Jurassic yeah. World yeah Jurassic World is a bit different though it's yeah like, like in general like throughout <laughs> Chris Pratt's pretty good as well yeah <laughs> oh Chris Pratt's in it maybe I'll yeah. watch it maybe I'll watch it he's in Jurassic mm-hmm. World um, and Oh, he is, yeah. I and do remember, in the Fallen Kingdom. I do remember seeing something. Because like I know that the park ones are very similar plot lines, but the world ones, yeah. they're very different. Wait, we need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop. You have to admit, Samuel L. Jackson is great. In, in, he's in, in that yeah. too. He's in, he's, in the, he's in the early ones. Yeah. Oh, he's okay. great, yeah. Okay, so. but when it's... I don't think I want to watch the old ones because it isn't like the CGI bad. The yeah. bad. No, it's, it's, it's still actually pretty, pretty good, good for, oh, for the time. It's, for the time, for the it's pretty time. good. Okay. They, were done, they were done by Steven Spielberg, I think, as well. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, even yeah. though if you watched it, like you would definitely notice it, but you wouldn't be like, oh, this is, you know, no, no, horrible. No, yeah. like the memes you see of it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go back to the topic, um, 
Well, how does how does our brain actually um, work? How do we make decisions? How do we um, well, how do we process our, instru- our 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 decisions? So, a research from um, Yale University in America did an experiment in rat decision making, and they found that the brain has three circuits, which uh, one of them is in the orbital frontal cortex. Um, there's a picture on here. Yeah. Uh, and but then they're also connected to the deeper regions of the brain, such as the hippocampus and the limbic system. Um, and these three circuits are combined in different ways to make good and bad decisions. So Groman, the leader of the research and who is also a research scientist in psychiatry, related it to food. Um, so if restaurant A has good food, a certain circuit is activated. If it has bad food, another one is activated, and the third one records memories, good or bad. Um, and I think these are really crucial circuits because if you didn't have the good food circuit, then you would never want to go back to the restaurant because you don't know that it's good. You haven't processed that it's good food. But without the bad one, um, you may not go back to, you may go back to the restaurant without meaning to because you haven't realized that it's bad food. Yeah, they all rely on each other. For sure. But I, I think I, actually um, with the um, prefrontal cortex, um, it's quite an interesting um, thing I, I read um, recently. Um, I was reading an article and um, it said, do you know how, how in the UK, the legal age that you are an adult is 18 years old? Mm-hmm. Um, your prefrontal cortex doesn't fully develop until you're at least 25. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're not mentally mature. You're not an adult until you're 25, oh, like, wow. scientifically. That is really interesting. So, you know, how are you, are you capable of making good decisions until you're 25? Exactly. So uh, that's what I found, you know, is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, because but, obviously, oh, God. Uh, well, yeah, I think because it's 18 compared to 25. Mm-hmm. Would, well, 18 was determined by society thinking, oh, by this time, you are probably able to make the right decision. You are mature enough and so you can be deemed adult. And by this time, you, your responsibilities, like the responsibilities that you're going to be given are also like, they're also quite uh, important enough and quite uh, like you've been living this amount of time, basically. And by this time, you should be able to function. But if you think about the uh, brain not developing until then, until 25 years old, maybe um, maybe it should be pushed back or something. Maybe 18 is too young. I don't know. Because uh, I think yeah. most 18-year-olds I know are pretty mature. But yeah, and they've mature. already been moved back quite a bit, I'm pretty sure. Because uh, like, I know in America it's at least 21. It, I, I think, think so, it might yeah. also depend state to state oh, yeah. kind of thing. By, by maturity, it's, it's not just individual maturity it's it's more easy because you can base it off your own experience and stuff yeah the the big impact with um in not maturing until 25 is if you're in a group you're more likely to do things which are wrong and you know that wrong mm. than if you're by yourself um so thank you all for listening we hope you enjoyed so we enjoyed the show and learned something new about stem unfortunately we do have a short slightly shorter episode this time be sure to check out the show notes and leave us a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks to Sam for joining us again. Join us back next week for another episode. And until then, this is Surprise.